Hey, let them know who it is, Josh. Blue Hawaii. And give them some of that good stuff. Hey. And if you're trying to brew some beer, you know where you need to go. Say you can learn how to mix some beer if you want to brew. Not expensive, best ingredients. Paradise Home Brew. Hit the store, make both wine and beer. I don't want to choose. And they're quick, friendly, and helpful. They'll make you comfortable. Look, I don't go to bars. I make my own brew. Said I don't go to bars. I make my own brew. If I see you come and drink, man, I want to share with you. I'm a boss, home brewer, man, because I went to home brew. Say she don't know what to brew. You should go and see HBIP. You know where they're at. You know where they be. 740 Moova Street, my boys in Kalahi. I be in and out that store so much, they always helping me. Honestly, go check them out, you won't be sorry. Home Brewing Paradise, 740 Moova Street in Kalahi Kai. Do you remember that time that Nelly didn't know how to use the internet? Nelly, like the rapper? Yeah. Like, like Band-Aid Nelly? No, I yeah. don't. Uh, so... I was going about my life yeah. as I normally do. And it just kind of hit me in his song number one, which was on all of my mixed CDs back then when I had a CDR. I was, didn't, couldn't afford the RW. Did the song actually make it to number one on the charts? I doubt it. Um, but I'm not familiar with number one. I, I know Hot and, hot and Her. Uh, well, it sounds like this. Yeah. There's this part in the song where he goes, uh, he's he's talking about about a woman, yeah, and then he's talking about a, presumably a hater, okay, and he says, and not concerned about what he say, she say, did he say? Well, I think he said, squash that. He yeah. probably got that off eBay. Got what off eBay? Exactly. Okay. Then he goes, or some internet access. Yeah. Like what? some website chat line those two things do not exist yeah uh Webs but what are, i don't what are we referring to the beef the woman the well i don't know uh is it, are these just a bunch of words that like he thought sounded cool and, i like, think rhymed? he was just like this is like circa 2001 right. so squash that he probably got that off ebay or some internet access some website chat line mad because i got mine don't wind up on the flat line. That last one's pretty good. Right, don't wind up like don't wind up dead. I don't want to. Sh I don't. Don't make me murder you. Don't make is me the implication. Uh, um, so Nelly circa 2001 has about the same understanding of the internet as the nation's grandparents. That's right. Except they're on Facebook and they're all going to vote. Well, and arguably, if anybody just listened to our opening commercial, they'll realize that I I think he might be dethroned as number one. I'm you know I'm I'm just going to apologize for what to, we've to done. our listeners for I'm sorry for what we unleashing did. that art. It, there's there's a. There's a point when you do yeah. so many episodes of a podcast that you have to start doing things that are fun for you. Break the mold. And what if, well, this was fun for us. Yeah. You know, mark the date, November 3rd, 2018, the day Josh Michaels launched his international platinum artist rap career. Well, you know what, what every rapper says whenever the sick beat's about to hit. Let's do the drop. Yeah. We often hear Halloween meaning white person in a negative connotation, but is a perfectly good word. It means foreign introduced or foreign origin or foreign introduction. So in Hawaiian, anyone or anything that is not native to Hawaii is haole. I'm Leilani Poli Ahu. Ahui ho. Haole. Haole is a perfectly good word. Live show. Live show, live show, live show, live show, live show. November eighth, it's coming out. Well, this is coming out November seventh. So November eighth, tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, Mark Strauss. Tomorrow night, or today, if you're listening to this on November eighth, be there. Be there. Thursday, November eighth, Mark Strauss. Just come on out. Please, 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 please come. 
It's free. It's free, y'all. I mean, you can you can. There's suggested donation. We're if gonna you'd have, like to donate, but we're gonna have live music from the incomparable Isaac. You remember him? He was our artist of the month. Fantastic artist. He's the bomb. We're gonna have a great interview and an ask me anything session with Beth Fukumoto, our dear friend of the show. Um, and we're just gonna have a good time, man. We have lots of games. Yep. There's gonna be a bar. lot of audience participation. Cash I, bar. I had a lot of people uh, ask questions about like what they'll be doing yeah and i think some people think that they're just going to go into a room and listen to us talk yeah and it's just going to be like us at a table and we just want people in the room to hear our exact words and that's not really it no uh that ain't it chief no we've we have worked tirelessly to make sure that the show that we produce is going to be very fun unlike hopefully anything you've ever gone to yes it's gonna be more like an interactive audience experience Uh, but we just happen to be recording it and having little interspersed moments of us talking about yeah, politics and there's life. N- and th- there's nothing like live radio. Uh, no. It's totally out there. I would say... Uh, You've gone to a lot of live have, radio events. Uh, Garrison Keillor's Prairie Home Companion, except without the sexual harassment. Yeah. That's what it's going to be. He was the one that really hurt me the most, I think. That was like, if Garrison Keillor is out here grabbing people, like I, just, I really can't trust anybody anymore. No. 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 Anywho, we're allegedly, not going to grab you. Allegedly. We're going, the only thing that's going to grab you at this show is uh, we will be grabbing your attention and, and using it in a way, stewarding it in a, in a responsible way where you're going to love the experience that you're yeah. having. Well said, Ryan. Well said. So where's it at again? That is at Mark's Garage. What day? Thursday, November 8th. What time? 7.30 to 9.30. And how much do I need to pay to get in? precisely zero dollars but what if i wanted to donate because you know the rental space is expensive and you guys are trying something new and fun you could donate five dollars or more and that that money like anything it's not going to us once we cover our costs it's all going to go right back into mark's garage and the community and like helping put on cool awesome events and hopefully build something great let's take a quick audience question yeah about uh about the live show okay um so i've been getting a lot of questions uh this one came in the other day about the show it said, uh, describe what you mean by cash bar. It is a bar. Where in exchange for cash. You can purchase wine and beer. Mm-hmm. This is not a bar made of cash. And I'm yeah. honestly, I'm very disappointed in whoever it was that asked that question. Yeah. Because that person has clearly never been to. A grown up event. Right. Or a, yeah. That I person, was going to say wedding, but like broadly any grown up event. Yeah, like, like cash bars are all over the place. Like just use. I don't want to rag on this person too hard. But like, what did you think it Use was? Use your common sense. You thought that it was a like a what do you think like a prize or something? Okay, wait. Before we go, before we totally like so like rip this person, is it somebody that I'm gonna feel bad about ripping? It was me. Oh, <laughs> was it you? Did you just make that up? Yeah, I made it up. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, Ryan, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, speaking of idiot, yeah. Let's talk about the news this week. Oh, so um, well, shit, man. <laughs> yeah fair yeah it's a fair way to uh, start it well this is episode 41 yep this is our yakudoshi episode what does that even mean that is you had a japanese grandmother yep i do this is so in japanese culture uh when a man i believe it's i don't know if it's audience please fact check me out here i think it's just for when men turn 41 but it might be for both there's a special birthday celebration to honor the 41st oh, birthday has no i've seen that's a big deal it's a big celebration um, and I guess this is our Yakudoshi episode. We'll celebrate. Remember when we interviewed Governor David Ige, a little humble brag right there, and he did not believe you that you had a full-blooded Japanese grandmother. I, in retrospect, yeah, I should have hit him with some Japanese. So you've been practicing. So Josh Falk, friend of the show, will be very happy to hear this. You've been practicing your Nihongo. Hi, because you're you're going to Japan not too long out here, right? Hi. Uh, can you hit us with the phrase? Hajimemashite. Which means? Hello. For the first time. Very good. Watashi wa Ryan desu. Very strong. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I can also say, Hai, dozo. Which yes. means? This is for you. Oh, wow, you're set. I know, man. Can you, How do you say uh, the Boston Red Sox just won the World Series in Japanese? Boston Red Sox desu. Wa. I don't know. Okay, well, anyway, that happened. Uh as long as we're talking sports, uh, UH, we got waxed by Fresno State. Yo, we're on a bit of a skid. Yeah, we're hosting a tough one tonight uh, at Aloha Stadium. Number 18, Utah State is coming to town. Uh, we're, we're, hopefully, we, we're not going to get waxed again. They finna run up deep. Yeah. Um, oh, 
Also today, local boy. Uh, this is the, the marquee game of the week. Local legend, Tua Tonga-Vailoa, number one Alabama Crimson Tide. Sorry, Ryan. We'll be taking on the number three LSU Tigers. Never heard of him. Yeah. Um, basketball is coming up. You think Tua will actually play in the fourth quarter of this game? No. Well, yes. I bet he won't. Against Louisiana. You think, you think it's going to be... They're going to put that much separation against number yeah. three... The Louisiana State University Tigers are pretty dang good. No, I think I think Bama's about to about to wax them. All right. Well, switching score prediction. Score prediction: thirty-eight, thirty-four, Alabama. Forty-two, twenty-eight, Bama. Okay. But those fourteen of those twenty-eight come in the fourth quarter. Roger. Oh, switching to basketball news. Mm-hmm. The University of Hawaii has announced the University of North Carolina is coming here in twenty twenty. That'd be a real competitive you may game. Have, you may have heard of them. They're a Pretty good at the whole college basketball thing. That's true. Some dude named, I don't know, what's his name? Uh, Jordan Michaels, my, my cousin. Jordan yeah. Michaels. Jordan Michaels played for them, yeah. Yep. Jordan Michaelson. Hashtag just do it. Yeah. Oh, fun headline I saw, and I realized uh, we're in hell. Uh, Lena Dunham writing script on Syrian refugee story for Steven Spielberg and J.J. Abrams. That's like the leftist trifecta. Uh, another more serious headline from hell. The FDA approves a new opioid that's five to ten times more powerful than fentanyl. So, Great. you know, we we haven't learned anything. Uh, Big Pharma can still make some money out here. Can I read one that I found? Yes. Tennessee man says, let's rock, before being executed by electric chair. Nice. Uh, let's rock, y'all. So I read, Yeah. after reading that, I, I went pretty deep into the history of the electric chair. It's not nice. No. That's no, not a, that's, that's not, not a... Not a, good, a I'm generally opposed to capital punishment. That is a particularly bad way to die. Well, they say you actually lose consciousness before your brain can register pain. But I wouldn't want to put it to the test. No. And also, I read about a lot of failed electric chair executions. Yeah. Which I'm like, if you fail, you should not. Like, if the state sends the current through your body and some reason you don't you don't die, be it their fault or your fault. Yeah. You get LGL free card? I think you should. I think that's like, no, you've been executed. Yeah. You're uh, done. We tried. And that argument was actually made. And the Supreme Court said, nah, kill him. So they like, tried on a Thursday, and then it yeah. didn't work. And then he wrote to the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court was like, nah. And then they killed him the next yeah. month. Okay, so irrespective of By your, electric chair. Jesus. Irrespective of your feelings on capital punishment, if you were, if you did some, some heinous crime and you mm-hmm. had to pick the way to be executed, what would you do? I guess lethal injection. Uh, I'm going firing squad. Ooh, that'd be good. Old school. Like, give you a, like, you stand up. They shoot for your heart, though. Yeah, but they give you know they give you a cigarette before. Do they? In some some variations, hopefully. Well, if I get a cigarette, <laughs> you're you getting know. executed in Bosnia. <laughs> it's time to die. <laughs> well, uh, and la- little let's little bandit before we get into the heavy news. Uh, Halloween highlight? Did you do anything? Was, was the man being electrocuted in Tennessee? Not the heavy news. Uh, you know, okay, fair. Like, well, when we start expanding on. Oh, that's stuff, good. Okay. Yeah. Uh, my Halloween highlight, I did not go trick-or-treating, but I did see Representative Chris Lee walking through downtown Honolulu wearing a full Captain America bodysuit. Chris Lee, the most handsome man in Hawaii politics? I gave him a salute. You did know? he salute you back? No, he, uh, he he gave me a friendly nod and a little bit of a... You know what? He's just got swagger. What were you dressed up as? I was dressed as a mid-level state bureaucratic employee. <laughs> <laughs> perfect yep all right so when we come back we're gonna hit you with some quick news and then we've got a great interview coming up with uh a gentleman from senator stanley chang's office his name is adrian tam and he's going to talk to us about an upcoming event they're putting on at the capitol uh you may have heard of it uh hawaii tends to have this little problem with affordable housing mm. you know we may have talked about it a time or two or 78 mm-hmm. times mm-hmm. uh and november 16th all day, they're digging in. It's going to be great. We'll tell you all about it. More in a minute. Blue, Blue Hawaii. Hawaii Podcast. Blue Hawaii. Welcome back to the Blue Hawaii Podcast. I'm Ryan Little. I'm Josh Michaels. And we're going to get into some local news here. Yes. Hit us, Ryan. Uh, well, top story in local news is the approval of the 30-meter telescope atop Mauna Kea. Uh, this is a big deal for Hawaiians and other people of Polynesian ancestry uh, who are practicing their cultural and religious heritage practices. Um, 
Hawaii News Now is reporting, after years of legal wrangling and protests, the 30-meter telescope got a green light Tuesday from the state Supreme Court. In a 4-to-1 decision, the state's highest court ruled in favor of the telescope's construction atop Mauna Kea, effectively ending all legal avenues for contesting the controversial project. That's, uh, it's, I mean, there's no simple solution here. No. I think, you know, there's obviously needs on both sides. I I think you can make that case. I, I think it's really disingenuous to say that you don't see the reason why the university or why the research industry would be really interested in this and why it could be a huge boon for Hawaii. But by that same token, but by that same token, it's like, you're literally, it's like, you know, it's like putting a 30 meter telescope on top of Calvary, you know, like it's a very important site in, uh, Hawaiian culture and in the Hawaiian like religious tradition. And understandably, um, you know, the protest groups defending the mountain have stated there will continue to be resistance. Uh, they're going to wait and see what happens next. Um, and as our buddy Tim from DSA has so aptly put it, quote, if science requires you to arrest Native Hawaiians, I think you're doing it wrong. Fair point, Tim. That's a very fair point. Um, so we will hold that thought until we can get an actual Native Hawaiian person to talk to, so it's not just two howly guys pontificating. Um Let's talk about some election stuff. Okay. So now this isn't going to come out this episode until after election day. The story is moot, but it's too good not to share. Marissa Kearns. That's the lieutenant governor candidate for you, the Republican Party. You remember her. She said she wanted to throw rail into the ocean. Uh-huh. Now she's claiming that Andrea Topola, her running mate, threw her under the bus. Ooh, nice pun. Uh, Star Advertiser reporting, Republican candidate for governor Andrea Topola deliberately failed to inform her running mate Marissa Kearns that Kearns had been invited to a Monday night televised debate, Kearns said today. Topola denied that allegation, saying that she told Kearns at a campaign rally on Sunday that Kearns was invited to the debate. According to Kearns, I called Andrea the moment the debate ended and gave her the opportunity to come clean. But she lied through her teeth about what she did, and I really don't trust her anymore. Wow. Until now, I've been very worried about her liberal voting record and her progressive ideology. Wow. Which is so much like the Democrats we already have in power who've screwed everything up. It's almost like Andrew Tabola took Marissa Kern's signs very seriously <laughs> that say, stop Marissa Kern. Today, however, I'm even more worried that Andrea Tapola cannot be trusted and or that she's simply too incompetent to run state government if this is how she deliberately operates. Tupola a... denied that she accepted the invitation on Kearns' behalf or ever indicated to the television station that Kearns would attend. Quote, I tried to talk to her about it. She's definitely a very headstrong, determined person, Tupola said. That is very generous from Andrea Tupola. Do you think... That's a very nice way of spinning it. Like, can, can the governor fire the lieutenant governor? I do not believe so. So, like, they will be... Yeah. Can you imagine if this episode comes out after the election and they've somehow won? Like well, okay, okay, yeah. okay. All right, look. If you had to choose, yeah, have to choose. Gun to your head, yeah. Tupola, yeah. Kearns win the governorship, yeah. Democrats take back the house. You got to pick one. Got to pick one. Democrats take back the house. Probably same. The Hawaii legislature will like basically never let them do anything. Exactly, yeah. and like it's Isn't also good. Be- it's also like every time Andrea Tupola leaves town, like stop rail now marissa kearns is going to be in charge like that's going to be hilarious don't you think it would be like isn't it, it's kind of a problem that that people will have all over the country right like yeah. uh democrats are outperforming their uh traditional numbers in so many red states like stacy abrams in georgia uh the lady who i cannot remember the name for in kansas um running against Kobach. exactly i can't remember her name and either. so i'm like but if you win yeah you still have to like deal with deal with the crazy entirely yeah. Republican dominated oh, yeah. legislature. I mean, look at I mean Gillum in Florida. It's gonna be it's just, same. It's yeah. gonna be just like Obama dealing with Republican Congress. Yeah. And remember what happened to um after so remember when North Carolina uh they they oh, passed they gosh. passed the transgender stuff yeah. and they voted out the governor because it was such a disaster. The Republican legislature immediately like tried to take away all of the Democratic governor's powers. Yeah, they tried and, to like, strip everything. Yeah, and so. We've seen, you know, Democrats care about rules and decorum and model and playing like Model UN and watching episodes of The West Wing. Republicans care about pure, naked, unadulterated power. Yep. So we'll see how that goes. What else? Is, what else we got locally? What's going on? Well, one more local story, and uh, this is from the Nobody Will Be Shocked Department. USA Today says that Honolulu is one of the five worst areas in the country for middle class or better jobs. Woo. 
mm. uh, says that the share of jobs in Honolulu that would put you in middle class or better, just 25.3%. The middle class salary threshold, $66,049. USA Today notes that Honolulu has a large tourism industry and is a center for defense jobs, but that its cost of living is among the highest in the country. And if you remember from our One Job Should Be Enough episodes and our interviews, those tourist jobs do not pay... They do not Which pay is well. crazy because they're charging tourists through yeah. their teeth. I right. mean, well, I mean, the Marriott guys, you know, they need their yachts. They need their. It's insane. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the local five protests, I believe is or local five strike, I should say, excuse me, is entering its fifth week. Power soon. to the people, man. They are really holding out. Yeah, good for them. Good for them. Uh, last little bit of news affecting our local community: uh, the aftermath of Super Typhoon Yutu. Um, if you haven't heard about this and haven't been following. Please go to Twitter, follow Civil Beat journalist Anita Hofschneider on Civil, uh, sorry, on Twitter because she is totally on this beat. Um, the storm that slammed through CNMI, the Commonwealth of the Northern Marianas Islands, or U.S. territory, uh, the strongest storm to hit the United States since 1935. Um, they'll likely be without power for months. Um, 55,000 people live there. American citizens, they need our help. Uh, if you can give, if you uh, please go online. There's a GoFundMe that's been set up by the CNMI San Diego Club. You can find it on Google. It's a registered California 501c3, so very legit. And if you can give, please donate. Please. Now, so we talked about local news. This is the Blue Hawaii podcast. We should talk about local news after all. There's almost too much national crap to choose from mm -hmm. to talk about this week. Mm -hmm. um, you know, as we sat down to record, uh, I, s I saw the reports of the you know the shooting in Tallahassee. Um, two women were killed before the gunman turned to, turned the gun on himself. Another uh, quote unquote men's rights activist quote incel um, misogyny radicalized on the internet. Um, a, apparently, a member of the Florida State University College Republicans. I mean, they they have a pretty standard yeah. bio at this point, yeah. don't they? In his in his video manifesto or whatever, supposedly he said. He hated uh, the Affordable Care Act, Obamacare, because it made him subsidize the sex acts of slutty women through uh, the birth control mandate. Well, got news for you. Look at half your Republican congressmen. You're already subsidizing the yeah. acts of slutty men to your tax dollars. No, it's uh, and, you know, Andrew Gillum uh, has suspended his campaign. You know, he's the mayor of Tallahassee running for governor in Florida. He's going home. In contrast to Trump, who the night of the Pittsburgh shooting went to do a rally and came out to the song Happy by Pharrell. So there's two contrasts of how we're going to handle American leadership going forward. Something is deeply sick in our country right now, obviously. Um, Ryan, would you want to, do you want to talk about, uh, let's see, well, we got, we got three options, really. <laughs> three big heavy hitters. Yeah, great. These are all going to be really exciting topics. Yeah, we'll, we'll make it quick so we don't depress you or us. We can talk about birthright citizenship. We could talk about the border or we could talk about Pittsburgh. I think that it would be prudent to talk about let's let's hit really quickly on birthright citizenship. Yeah, uh you first. our close friend and attorney, Mike Dunford, uh had the best thread that I've ever seen on it on Facebook. It's been shared over a hundred times. He was actually added to uh Twitter's moments uh throughout throughout the entire United Kingdom. And I think most of the U.S. too. So it's all geographically based. But he was he was one of the top moments there. Uh, if you want to read the thread, he's at Quest Authority uh, on Twitter. Uh, you can also probably friend him on Facebook. Uh, be prepared. He's smarter than you. Uh, the, to sum it all up. He's, Mike Dunford is literally the only reason. Uh, him being in our study group was literally the only reason I was able to pass true. law school. True. Yeah. So he's uh, he's got a fantastic thread on it. In short, you cannot end birthright citizenship with an executive order, which is what Trump has said he's yep. going to do. But you can't do a lot of things Trump said he's going to do, like give the middle class a tax cut yep. by November 1st. Yep. just can't happen. And if you um, if you ever once criticize Barack Obama for executive overreach and you support this, please go away. And if it does happen, you might want to check your savings account and see how easy it would be to expat. Yeah. On the border, this is a big nothing story. Yep. Trump has co-opted a group of you know thousands of people who are walking on foot from who are Honduras still months away in el salvador um, most of whom are not going to get here they're not going to get on here foot. they're women and children they're mostly just people fleeing violence that we incited yep. uh with decades of colonial policies despite the fact that they weren't even our territories uh lots of regime changes lots of puppet states things like that 
Um, they're fleeing our problems, the problems that we gave them. And uh, there's been a big story on Republican echo chambers about Beto O'Rourke's campaign supposedly helping the caravan. Uh, and by helping the caravan, that basically just means providing them food, clothing, and blankets as they sleep outside and don't want to die of starvation or dehydration. For the top story, though, I think we should go to Pittsburgh. Yeah. What do you got? Well, uh, let's start with the Onion headline. Trump slams worldwide Jewish conspiracy for not doing more to prevent shooting. I, the one that, that sums it up. The one that gets me is, no way to prevent this, says only nation where this regularly happens. Jesus. Well, uh, our president definitely you know, covered himself in glory, went to Pittsburgh, uh, subsequently hopped on Twitter, talked about how nicely he was treated, how the office of the president was greatly respected. What the hell does that even mean? Made a campaign video, said, oh, I was so impressed with Keith Rothfuss, uh, you know, his sincere level of compassion, basically endorsing the Republican running for Congress in that area, saying his sincere level of compassion, grief and sorrow for the events that took place was in its own way. Very inspiring. <laughs> in its own way. Vote Keith. That's like what you say when you have a dog that bites people a lot yeah. and you're like, in his own yeah. way, he's very loving and peaceful. Ugh. Well, Pittsburgh officials didn't want him to come. Pennsylvania officials didn't want him to come. Everybody's like, no, yeah. stay away. Uh, he later had a campaign rally, as we talked about. He said, uh, well, you know, talking about the synagogue shooting and the letter bombs. Well, two maniacs stopped our tremendous momentum. What? Because it's all about on. It's all about me. How does this guy like... He also said uh, on the Laura Ingram show, he said, well, nobody blamed Obama for Charleston. For the shooting at a black church. Remember that? He was in charge and he, you know, the like, it's, it's like, what's funny is that people don't realize that like the, it's not that they're blaming you for the shooter itself. Yeah. They're blaming you for creating conditions yeah. where a shooter feels comfortable shooting someone. They're blaming you for radicalizing the guy with your tone, with the rhetoric, with everything that you say to demonize an entire group of people uh, based purely on their ethnicity. Yeah. Uh, Kellyanne Conway, you know, going throughout the administration, she suggested that the white supremacist uh, synagogue massacre and the white supremacist Charleston massacre, uh, in a, you know, in uh, in an AME Episcopal church, um, beca happened because quote not because of you know racism or anti-Semitism, but because of quote the anti-religiosity in this country. Quote, That's really the problem. Is the late night comedians yeah. and the unfunny people on TV shows That's are responsible. Yeah. So basically, we Nailed got it. we got uh, all religions mattered by Kellyanne Conway. Yeah, literally, she just she nailed it. It's it's Jimmy Kimmel's fault yep. if it's anybody's fault. And Mike Pence took a step further uh, at an at a campaign rally. He brought out a quote unquote rabbi uh, who's actually uh, a Christian minister who trained at the Moody Bible Institute. The um, Moody Bible Institute, by the way, is an absolute joke. Yeah. Moody Bible Institute, if it's the one I'm thinking of, and yeah. I'm pretty sure it is, it's in like Panama City Beach, Florida. Probably. And it costs you like $10 million a year to go there. They give you a worthless degree in like spiritual education. Mm -hmm. And like you're never going to do anything outside of the ministry, at least not at first. You're going to have to really earn your stripes. And they don't, they only teach you basically evangelical dogma. Yeah. It's like, it's not something that it's not a venerated institution. It's not like you went to like the Cambridge Seminary. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like this place is a joke. Yeah. So this guy came out, uh, this quote unquote rabbi, uh, talk, began, began his prayer by talking about how the people in power are ordained by Jesus to wield that power. Cool. And then instead of, you know, mentioning the victims and survivors of Pittsburgh or praying for Pittsburgh, saying anything really about Pittsburgh at all, uh, he prayed by name, for each Republican candidate on a list given no, to good, him. Good, 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 good. Uh, it also later came out, uh, according to the Union of Messianic Jewish Congregations, essentially Jews for Jesus, uh, this guy was defrocked by them 15 years ago. Why is so, that? Uh, because he was too insistent that Jews who do not accept Jesus are going to hell. So uh, he wasn't even a real fake rabbi. He was a fake, fake rabbi. I just, I just don't like it. I just it's, don't like that one little bit. It's something, huh? It's like... Isn't that something? It's just like... I, to me, yeah. it's like the ministries that are like, we'll feed you, yeah. but only if you come in, sit through this church service first. Yeah. It's like you either love people where they're at, yeah. how they are, or you don't. 
and there's not like a middle ground there. Like we, I just, that's just mind numbing. Uh, yeah, we're, we've got, it's, it's far too much to talk about, uh, on the show right now, but Pence's folks said he was not the one who invited the rabbi. It was actually Lena Epstein, the candidate who he was stumping for. So I encourage you to go look up the slate article about her, uh, Basically, to, all you need to know about this woman, uh, she's running for Congress. Uh, after the Access Hollywood tape emerged, this is from the Slate article. After you know, the, grab her by the pussy. Mm-hmm. She said she told the Detroit, she told the Detroit Free Press that rude remarks from 2005 aren't as hurtful or obscene as ignoring the pleas for help from America's embassy in Benghazi. That's all you need to know about this person and their ideology. I just like. It's like that entire party has just become a party yeah. of bad people. Yeah. We like, or run yeah. by bad people. And, like, nobody's pushing back to take over the soul of it again. No, nobody cares. And, you know, to, to borrow from Andrew Gillum, you know, you can't know that every right-wing conspiracy theory about globalists and George Soros is anti-Semitic. But the anti-Semites sure do. Yep. They sure do hear that anti-Semitism. Yep. And also the media, in its both sides' excellency, is going, you know, but 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 what about Farrakhan? What about Louis Farrakhan? Like, yeah, Louis Farrakhan is a piece of shit. He also has not been relevant since 1995. He also isn't the president of the United States. He's also not on the left wing. He is a right wing nationalist. Yeah, literally no one cares about Louis Farrakhan. Uh, well, basically, we're seeing American history, you know, coming in cycles, repeating itself, much in the same way uh, that the Great Recession and everything that happened after that mirrors the Great Depression and the world sliding into fascism. Yep. Uh, you know, we had the Civil War, we had Reconstruction, then we had the Redemption, you know, the backlash to Reconstruction. Then we had the Civil Rights Movement in the 60s and the backlash to that. And now we're having the backlash to the first black president and our continued progress. But at least Facebook banned the Proud Boys. <laughs> Did Facebook finally ban Facebook them? Facebook banned the Proud Boys. Oh, interesting. Yeah, so that's something. Uh, fear not, folks. Last, last bit for you. If you're worried that it's just America going completely off the right-wing rails... It's not. It's not. Oh, Brazil, whom, to be fair, the only things I know about Brazil are futebol and uh, bossa nova samba music. Jao <laughs> Gilberto. Yeah. yeah. Uh, basically, so Jair Bolsonaro was just elected. He is a Rio politician from Rio de Janeiro, a former congressman, former army captain, admirer of Pinochet, and apologist for Brazil's previous military junta. He's been saying wild stuff for 20 years, but he's also been an elected official for this time. So he's like a cross between Trump, Duterte, and, and Steve King, and Steve King and Ron Paul. Great. Yeah. Uh, one viral, you know, social media did it again. Facebook and WhatsApp basically won him the election. One viral WhatsApp post uh, was that Bolsonaro's opponent was going to distribute kits to every teacher in the country and brainwash children into becoming homosexual. You don't have to. No, the kits, uh, they're, they're very cheap. You can buy them yourself. He's also uh, going to basically privatize the Amazon. Great. So the Wall Street Journal is stoked. Yeah. When, you know, uh, tall and tan and young and lovely, the girl from Ipanema goes walking, and when she passes, each one she passes goes, Gulag. Holy shit. (laughs) (laughs) Um, You remember the axis of evil, right? I do. So uh, John Bolton, our mustachioed fascist, the mustachio, has coined a new ditty about, since we're talking about South America, uh, the Troika of Tyranny. Great. Cuba, Venezuela, Nicaragua. So we've overextended ourselves in the Middle East and Afghanistan. So I guess we're going to bring the forever war closer to home. That's uh, John Bolton, who, despite advocating for the Vietnam War on his college campus, excused his draft dodging by saying, quote, I had no desire to die in a Vietnamese rice paddy. I just want your kids to do it. Yeah. We know we're so desperate to save the people of Latin America unless they want to come here. Then just like just like you were saying to church, like, oh, yeah. We're going to go on this mission trip. We're going to tell them all about Jesus. Great. Can we come back with you? No. No. You got to stay here. We don't want your kind. Uh, Also, uh, just a final piece of really good news from the international scale. Yes, I can't Angela Merkel is not going to seek re-election. Oh, good. So that kind of clears the way for a power vacuum in Germany. Yes, exactly what you want uh, during a time of worldwide crisis and right-wing thought. It's a little selfish on Merkel's part. Yeah. A little selfish. the The chancellor of Germany is gone and the country is shifting hard to the right we've never this has never happened before yeah okay 
All right, well, great. When we come back. We've got our interview coming up with Adrian Tam talking about affordable housing and the big affordable housing presentation fair that you should check out on November 16th. Blue Hawaii. Blue Hawaii. Welcome back to the Blue Hawaii podcast. We are pleased today to be joined by a young man named Adrian Tam. He is standing in for his boss, State Senator Stanley Chang, whose district stretches from Diamond Head out to Hawaii Kai. His office is hosting a free conference on affordable housing coming up soon. How to achieve 65,000 housing units by 2025. It'll take place Friday, November 16th at the Hawaii State Capitol Auditorium from 8 to 2. If you want to RSVP, email a.tam at capital.hawaii.gov or call an RSVP at 808-586-8420. Adrian, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. How are you doing this morning? Um, thank God it's Saturday. Um, <laughs> TGIS? Yes. yes. Okay. I've been working all week. and yeah. Putting this um, fair together? This, or this conference together? Yeah, and drafting bills. Because okay. this is not the only bill that we're going to be submitting. So to talk more about the conference yeah. itself. Tell us about it. In 2015, the Department of Economic Development, Business and, Techn- and Tourism basically conducted a study on how many housing units we need in order to meet our demand. And they said we needed 65,000 new affordable housing units in or- by 2025 yeah. on top of our existing shortage right now. What, and what does that shortage right now look like? We have no idea, but this has been an issue since 1970. And I, th- I think on that same vein of affordable housing, didn't Governor Ige say we were going to have 30,000 more units by 2030? Wasn't there a mandate of some sort? That's what I... Th- that's what I assumed as well, but so far we haven't heard any solid, concrete idea. To give people an idea, uh, if you've listened to the show for any length of time, you know that I've worked in real estate for several years. Um, and if you have, uh, just want to give you an idea of how many units it would take to hit 65,000 units by 2025, we would need to average roughly 8,000 units per year. Uh, for reference, the towers that they're building in Kaka'ako, those big giant towers, the largest of them is probably 375 units. So we would need to build 20 Kaka'ako towers, roughly, maybe a few less, maybe 18 Kaka'ako towers every year until 2025 to hit 65,000. Um, which is impossible. That's right. so. Hence my literally printing impossible. Them hence out. my. We so, don't have the labor for it. If if so, we put everybody yeah. in this state to work building towers, I'm not sure we would get to that many. And this no, is we would not. We wouldn't even get them out of permitting. Yeah. Yes. So t- so tell us more about some of the ideas you you guys are thinking of. So unlike most conferences, this conference will be solely on solutions. We will devote like 10 percent to emphasizing how dire this problem because everybody everybody knows yeah it's weird that we keep talking about it like oh this is a big problem it's like yeah we know we get it yeah right but um we've invited many speakers to come and we've screened them so they're not just randoms always good yeah not not always a sure thing in hawaii state government (laughs) exactly we've asked them what their presentation is what they're going to be presenting on and we even asked them exactly what um solutions they're going to give us and if they don't have a concrete solution, we're not going to let them speak, basically. Get down to business. And so since we recognize that it would be nearly impossible to hit that number, how? what is the practical purpose of the workshop? I'm glad you brought this up because um, my boss is going to be presenting his bill. Uh, Stanley Chang. Yes. Stanley Chang is going to be presenting his affordable housing bill in at 12 o'clock. In that conference and it's basically almost like a watered down version as i call it of the singaporean model okay so to give you just a small little synopsis of the bill we would be taking state-owned property along the rail line and allowing an agency to develop units in that area through private public partnerships and these houses, these units will be leaseholds and they'll be mostly for locally owned people, local residents. And we have a cool name for it as well. It's what is it? Aloha Homes. Aloha Homes yeah. does sound pretty cool. Affordable, locally owned homes for all. Well, I it, got should the be, acronym too. it should be alo- Alofa. Well, the, the F I'm is just kidding. silent. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> 
so that that sounds really good. So basically, um, Senator Chang is advocating that the government get back in the business of building housing. Exactly. We can't Which rely is, on the free market to take uh, care if, of everything. Again, if people have been listening to this show for any length of time or followed the extensive Twitter threads that we've had, uh, shout out to our friends Claire and Sean, um, they would have seen that this is what we've been advocating for for a long time, is that like we can't just hope the free market will take care of us because developers are not running charities. Like yeah. They have an incentive to make money, and that's okay. But the government ad- abdicated its responsibility to build housing sometime around the 60s or 70s because it made their balance sheets look better. Yeah, and there is the demand for luxury housing here. Sure. Yeah, I Japanese worked in real estate as well. Guys and investors have to own it, right? Mm-hmm. Like they want somewhere in Hawaii they can come for two days a year. Yeah, they just need it. The rest of us just have to figure out what else to do, I guess. <laughs> but yeah. no, you're he's absolutely right. And I think Senator Chang's bill sounds like a good idea. Like yeah. we we do need to put the government back in the business of building housing. Mm-hmm. There's a if nothing else for financing purposes, it makes a lot of sense yeah. because you know, humans we only presume that we have 50 working years with which to pay off our mortgage but governments get the presumption of infinity that you're just going to keep existing so like you can get a much better financing term how long have you and the senator been working on this idea since may okay when the session ended yeah can you tell us more about you know you mentioned all the speakers are are you're arranged uh can you tell us a little bit about who might be speaking or is it one of those things like you guys are keeping under wraps we'll have to go to find out uh, I can give you guys some names of who are right, speaking. Let's, let's so we see, have Leo Assumption from um, DBED, okay. okay, who will be speaking. He will be offering some solutions. Cool. We have um, Donna Wong from Hawaii Thousand Friends. Okay. And um, we also have Dean Uchida from the Building Industries Association that will be okay. presented. Nice. But the two main speakers that you guys want will want to go to is the one at 10 30 mm-hmm. and the one at 12 o'clock the 12 o'clock one is going to be my boss senator chang presenting his research on singapore and presenting his bill itself and the 10 31 is an actual presentation from vienna austria oh yeah so many me presenting remotely yes oh Very cool. cool who It'll is be, it um gabu heindel from Gabo oh, Architecture. I don't know who that is. That's very cool. That sounds legit. That sounds yeah, great. I mean, if you're presenting from Vienna, that's yeah. pretty... Now, so your your boss's... Di- you mentioned most of this is going to be focused along the rail line, transit-oriented development. Yes. And your boss's district actually doesn't really touch the rail line at all. So this is not necessarily you know a locally focused constituent issue. He's thinking more broadly about yes. the entire island. Well, and it kind of makes sense too, right? Because it's... I mean, Adrian can either confirm or deny this, but uh, politically, if you're in those districts that are touched by the rail... It's probably not expedient to say, hey, no, we just took over all this land for the rail. We're going to take over some more land and build some housing for people of the lower income bracket. Like, it's not something that people are going to be like, oh, yeah, great. We'll totally pick that up and run with it. It's like you you kind of need a champion outside the district. But that's my reading between the lines. Adrian has not said anything <laughs> like that. I, I and Can neither deny nor confirm. Yeah, Adrian, is, Adrian is looking at me like, what did you get me into? <laughs> to... Uh, to also move to the to subject matter a little bit, you said that it is a watered-down version. This bill would be a watered-down version of the Singaporean model. Uh, and I understand what you mean by that, not in a negative connotation. You just mean like we're not going to do fully state-controlled. Just, just in terms of Singapore yeah. being yeah. like a much more statist operation. <laughs> yeah, like than, if, yeah. You, if you don't live in our house, we're going to cane you. But um, <laughs> can you can you say it, a little hey, bit more? You know, if it works, it works. There's no, no gum on the sidewalks. Yeah, tell, us, tell us a little bit about yeah, the, what do you the mean Singapore by model wa- and yeah. how we're going to water it down. Well, I'm not the best person to talk about the Singapore model. But you have to come I, to Stanley Chang's presentation at noon. Yeah, you have to go to the Stanley Chang's presentation at noon. I've never been to Singapore itself. Okay. But from what my boss has told me over and over again, yeah. is that they have probably the best affordable housing program in the nation in the world. Um, but they definitely got the best one in the nation. <laughs> Very Singapore yeah. and Vienna. Okay. Very cool. Which is why we have that presentation from Vienna. So uh, Singapore also, for those of you listening at home, has the highest paid government employees in the world and therefore also has the most efficient government in the world, other than China. <laughs> but theirs is for a different reason. I was going to say, well, the caning probably doesn't hurt. Yeah. The can- <laughs> you either vote on this or you're getting... I don't know what you can be caned for in Singapore. Chewing gum. On the sidewalk. 
Not just generally, right? I don't know. I just put. I'm just making okay, an assumption say, right now. Adrian Tam dropping, uh, dropping legal scholarship on us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't go chewing gum in uh, Singapore. So, uh, so you guys, have, you mentioned you've been working on uh, some other bills. What else uh, is the senator's office currently cooking up? Well, we are looking to revive some of the bills that didn't make it, like the styrofoam ban. Yeah. Um, one bill that I'm very excited about mm-hmm. that we are looking into is um sunscreen dispensers interesting yeah Just, tell okay. us more yeah so uh, we want to create this pilot program that would install sunscreen dispensers in hanama bay and waikiki beach because those are the top two tourist destinations and, and we're tourists... tired of seeing red-backed tourists everywhere oh no i'm not tired of that oh <laughs> <laughs> What we are tired of is tourism bringing their oxybents on sunscreen and destroying mm. our reefs. Mm. So if we were to provide sunscreen for free, that is oxybenzone free, smart, we might be able to save some of our coral reefs. Yeah, you can tell on days when you drive by Hanama Bay, you can just see the sunscreen slick. You really can just hanging on top. Yeah. Of I mean, water. if you go to Waikiki, like it's like an oil spill. Yeah, yeah, if you go to Waikiki, like when I first moved here, but yeah. it's like you know all I'd ever heard about. Hawaii Waikiki was beach. Waikiki, right? Yeah. That's all I knew. And so I went down to the end of Kapahulu. There's that beach with the volleyball court like out there and the big lake where they can project, put the screen up sure. and they yeah. watch like Hawaii Five-0 premieres and stuff. Um, and I got in the water. I was like, this feels so like weird. And somebody was like, some like local guy was next to me and like heard me commenting and was like, yeah, this is sunscreen. And that was like six years ago. They were <laughs> like, yeah, it's all the sunscreen in the water. Like it's, it feels weird in the water. It's disgusting when you open your eyes underwater too. Why? Because you can really much see the sunscreen just hitting your eyes and like, you can feel oh. it. Globs. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. It's gross, man. Yeah. That's why I always wear goggles when I go to the beach. Smart. Now. That's smart. You look cool too. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so this, uh, so this episode won't be coming out until after the election is pow, but, uh, can you talk a little bit about, you know, just when the se- because just when the session ends, you're still up at the Capitol every day. So yes. your life is pretty much twenty four seven politics. Yeah. Um, do you have any thoughts on the or predictions for the recently concluded election? Oh yeah, you get the you get the benefit. It's yeah. uh, elections in like two weeks. Yeah. So okay. Make some predictions. Make, give and, us some predictions, and we'll see how true you are. Yeah. So governor. Uh, David Ige, but very slim. Oh, very slim, slim margin. I think it's going to be polls, slimmer than they think as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah, he's currently up like twenty plus, but it's not going to be twenty plus. Also, Tupola like never talks about her platform ever because yeah. she, when, as soon as she gets asked, "Do you support President Trump?" Yeah, she'll say yes. And then it's literally like her stuff's just like, "I just think the middle class should have a fair shot." I was like, "Yeah, I think that too." And then it's like, but "And how do you want to do, do that?" And she's like, "Cut taxes for the rich <laughs> by drinking the blood of poor Basically. people." And you're like, "Wait, what?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, what about Lieutenant Governor? That's and they run together. Oh, I want Marissa Kearns <laughs> to win. <laughs> yeah. Tell us. Tell us. So, uh, you know, I'm sure as you drove up here, you saw the Marissa Kearns stop rail now sign. Not on Ryan's house, but on the block leading up to Ryan's house. Yeah. Um, the worst design signs in history. Yeah. The stop, stop Marissa, Marissa Kearns. Kearns. Yeah. You think that too, yeah? Yeah. Every time uh, like, I see him, I'm like, who was her person? Did no one see her and go, you know, this yeah. kind of looks like... No. She has a... Gets she the has, message across for us. She has a bold plan that she proposed at the debate. She wants to throw rail into the ocean. And I'm wondering, how would that affect your rail transit-oriented development plan? And the coral reef thing. Let's and talk the coral, about that. And the coral reef thing. These are two, you know. Can we get rail dispensers that we can then throw in the ocean. have them in the ocean? We're tired of seeing our... We're tired of seeing our tourists near rails. Yeah. yeah. I am very fascinated by that innovative idea by Marissa. <laughs> She's a dynamic, bold-thinking yeah, innovator. That, is said, that just drips with irony. <laughs> I think her idea of She's like connecting all the islands via rail is really yeah. cool. Undersea yeah. rail. Like, that's what we're not giving her enough credit. She wants to do yeah. a channel. Do you live, do you live in uh, Senator Chang's district? I actually do not. Okay. I live in Kaka'ako, Sharon Moriwaki's future senator, Sharon Moriwaki. That's a pretty sister. easy prediction too. Yeah. So you would. So the rail is something that is important to you, right? I'm guessing yes. you don't want you don't want to throw it in the ocean. I do not want to throw it in the ocean. <laughs> okay. Good. Good. We've Strong. got him on the record. Strong. Okay. Now, we're going to ask you some DC nationwide predictions. Do you think the Democrats will take either House of Congress? I think they're going to take the House, but I don't think they're going to take the Senate. Okay. Now in the highly competitive races let's get some predictions here what do you think gut feeling does beto win 
Oh God, I hope so. But does he? What do you think? If you think he doesn't win, how many points does Cruz win by? I think Cruz will win by two points. What do you think, Josh? I think Cruz wins by four. I think Cruz wins by three. Yeah. All right, we got it. Yeah, one two, of us three, should four. be right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Cruz wins by a 38. <laughs> that would be the most disheartening thing I ever. would. Well, uh, we're not moving to Texas anytime soon. Phil Bredesen, yeah. does he win oh, in the Tennessee? Tennessee? The Tennessee guy. Yes. You think he wins? I you think, think he so. beats Martha Blackburn? Martha yes. Blackburn? Oh, she's, she's awful, that. dude. She's she a is terrible. She's a, she, is, she might be a literal demon. With mm. a little bump from Taylor Swift. He's gonna Yeah. What about... Stacey Abrams in Georgia. Ooh. Stacey Abrams will win. You think so? Yes. Polling has them literally dead heat right now. Yeah. What about Chris Kobach in Kansas? Oh, that's the saddest one. Chris is going to win. That's what is? I think he's going to win. I think, aren't they right now like kind of neck and neck though? I don't know, but I think I've seen neck and neck so far. Dude. Yeah. But I don't know about that. But I think what about Reichs, Reichs Minister Chris Kobach? What about Iron Stash? In Wisconsin, is he taking over Paul Ryan's seat? Randy Bryce? Yes. You think so? I think he is. I think he is too. I think he will. Yeah. That's another one that... I uh, think he will. That one may not affect Hawaii, uh, but that's okay. It's just going to feel good. Yeah. Just, it's just going to feel Paul, so good. Yeah, Paul Ryan can hang out on K Street and yeah. collect millions of dollars lobbying and then run for president in 2024. If I ever see Paul Ryan, I would not admit on air to the things that I would like to do. Uh, that could because that could be, go one of two. Because they'd be so ways. nice. Because they'd be so nice. How many, thank him for his service to our country. Yes, you know, put politics aside. Um, Very just, civil and just bleed poor people. Even bigger news in the election on November sixth. Uh, we've got a live show coming up on November eighth. Oh yeah, you're going to be there, right? Yes, yeah. I will be there. And how the many people are you bringing? Out. Um, I'm going to try to bring some friends. How many friends? I will try to bring two. If you bring three friends, all of your tickets are free. <laughs> okay i'll try to bring three i'll shoot for four if you bring four friends i'll let you gonna, sit in one of the chairs we're gonna rename it the blue hawaii podcast live featuring adrian tam oh he's not speaking he's just there in the front row he's everybody's just, featured yeah, <laughs> yeah that's shout it out, shout that's out if you bring a hundred friends if you bring a hundred friends yeah you bring a hundred friends we're putting you in the title just call you know call your parents all your aunties and uncles be like hey guys i need a favor yeah <laughs> show up family reunion mark's garage november 8th yeah man they family. I mean, no. they represent. Well, okay. So when you're when we're not doing politics, uh, what do you what do you do for fun? What do you, what 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 keeps you busy? When I'm not doing politics, I like to watch Netflix. Okay, favorite okay. shows. Let's go. Let's talk about them. Yeah, Scandal, How to Get Away with Murder. You were Shonda Shondaland. I love Shonda Rhimes. Um, I also love House of Cards. I watch House of Cards from beginning to end every single year before session. Doesn't it just become like once Trump got elected, this is like this is no longer. It just felt too nearly. Real. This is no yeah, longer nearly real. as outrageous as it once yeah. was. Basically, yeah. And they said that House of Cards is basically the extreme version of Washington. And is now it? we're like <laughs> having is have, it? Yeah. Uh, uh, um, extreme like prior to the Tea Party, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. yeah. One question we ask every single guest: we ask them for restaurant recommendations. So, um, and this started out as just your favorite restaurant, but it's blossomed because, you know, a lot of times people can't pick one favorite restaurant. So we've got all sorts of scenarios you could choose from. It could be when you've got a friend visiting from the mainland, you want to show them Hawaii. When you've got like family dinner, when you've got a date night, like when you just like need comfort food. Um, but it can be as many as you want. Just give it, hit, hit us with some recs. And if you pick the, a restaurant that we don't like, we kick you out. We don't release the episode and we actually advocate against everybody going to the conference. So <laughs> that's true too. No right? pressure. <laughs> okay. So my, I actually have one for almost every category. Oh, wow. Okay. Perfect. There. Hit us. So um, if I just want to have food that I like, uh -huh. I will go to this small hole in the wall restaurant that serves Taiwanese food called Do Drop In. Do Drop oh, In, dude. I've, been, I've been wanting to go it's there. It's really good. You need a reservation. It's like really small. Is it really it's that really hard tiny. to get in there? Yeah. I, I saw it's Northern Chinese is what, what it says on the menu. And I've been very intrigued because uh, somebody told me I was eating a dish or something. Oh, that's like just like all Northern Chinese food. And that was like one of my favorite dishes I've ever had. So very intrigued. You said you said Taiwanese food though, right? Yeah, it's like Taiwanese food. I was gonna say like but the, do no, not no, the window says Northern yeah. Chinese, but it's mostly Taiwanese food. Okay, and it's owned by a Taiwanese person too. Okay, okay. I was, we were about to get into some really like political sensitive nah, man, international I'm relations. Saying, I'm just saying what the window says. That's like that. They oh, have look. a photo with the owner and the former Taiwanese president in the restaurant. Hey, I'm I'm very pro Taiwan. I'm just saying like 
Oh, I love Taiwan. Have you ever been? No, but I'm pro. I'm like, I'm a very, I'm a, I'm a Taiwanese sympathizer. Yeah. I'm a, like Hong Kong, like anything that's like away from the grasp of mainland China. Although the British gave Hong Kong back, but you know what I'm getting at. I get, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then the other categories. If I have a real estate client in town, it depends on where we're looking at houses. I almost never show them houses on the west side of Oahu. Because like you don't want them to sit in traffic for two hours every day. Yeah. If it's Kaka'ako, I'll take them to Panya Bistro. Okay. I don't That's, think I've been there. Where is that? It's right under Hokua. Oh, okay. And it's in, it has a really nice view. It's open. That sounds nice. And um, what kind of food do they have? Basically contemporary food. Okay. Like contemporary. Like American, Chinese. Is it like Hawaii spaghetti. fusion? Like a like yeah. a local style food? S- yeah, some Hawaiian food. Like, well, not Hawaiian food, but local, local fusion, Chinese yeah. food. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Very cool. cool. Well, I can, if I have a client on the North Shore, oh, I'll take okay. them to Hollywood Joe's. Yeah. Oh, okay. Classic. Solid, solid, solid. Um, then on the east side of Oahu, Stanley's District. I would take them to um, Kona Brewery. Kona Brewery oh, is amazing. Yeah. yeah, that's like one of my favorite places. When I, I used yeah. to go to Kuna. They, they're they're uh, I would say Kuna. I used to go to Kona um, probably like twice a week because I would go for happy hour and then yeah. go to Costco after, and I would be drunk at Costco. <laughs> <laughs> Give me the samples. Yeah. All right. So you talked about clients. If you're dating, you're trying to impress a a certain someone. Where do you take them? Home cooking. No, because I'm a terrible cook. Are you? I am. Okay. Well, that's okay. We forgive you for that. It's always microwave pizza. <laughs> hey, nothing, How are you so svelte if you're eating microwave pizza? There's nothing pizza? more romantic than a good microwave pizza. That's true. <laughs> a candlelight microwave pizza? Yeah. 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 That's why I proposed. It's not true. Oh, wow. That's not, that's not true. If it's a date night, I'd probably take them to, um, I guess, Panya. Okay. okay. Panya or... Depends on who it is, too. Yeah. How much you like them. How much yeah. I like them. Thai ramen. <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's. <laughs> I like it. Hey, you can get anything you want off the dollar menu. Yeah. Right, good. So, well, Adrian, I think you did a fantastic job yeah. uh, explaining to us about the conference. And why people your, should go. This is your first ever podcast experience? Yeah. Well, thank you again for coming down, man. Yeah, man. Thank you for having me. Uh, you want to plug it one more time? Yeah. Yes. Where do they go for more info? Any questions? Want to RSVP? Need to need to learn? Give us the deets. For info, you can even just call me at the office. My number is 808-586-8420. You can email me at a.tam, A-T-A-M at capital.hawaii.gov. Hawaii is spelled out and capitals with an O. It's on November 16, 2018. From 8 o'clock to 2 o'clock, we're going to have guests... From Vienna, we will have my boss presenting his... Your boss, Stanley Chang. Yes, my boss, Stanley Chang, presenting his affordable housing uh, proposal. We have a panel at the end with Tom Brower, Sharon Moriwaki, um, Hakim Uwansafi, the director of the Hawaii Public Housing Authority. Nice. Dean Uchida will be there. So it's going to be a lot of fun, and people will learn a lot. And, um, you know, I, I really want people to get excited about this because... Affordable housing affects us all. Our yeah, children, right. our kupuna, and our middle-class families. Affects our economy. And it affects literally everybody who wants to try and stay in Hawaii and can't afford to, which is 99% of the people I know. Yeah. We're exactly. trying. It's hard. Yeah. It's really hard. Yeah. yeah. If I didn't have family support here or a good job, I'd probably be in Chicago right now. Don't blame you. That's a that's a. There are odd, definitely worse places than Chicago. Why, yeah. Like, why Chicago? Like, what an odd place to just be like. I'd probably basically be like, I'd probably be in Greenland. Like, why Chicago? <laughs> I think that Chicago has a lot of writing jobs. Either Chicago or New York because my sister lives in New York. Have okay. you lived in Chicago before? I've been traveling there a lot. Okay. I like Chicago. Shout out to uh, BFF of the show, Hunter Rogers, at Don't Panic Dent on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, proud Chicago resident uh, and future guest of the show. All right. Well, nice. Adrian Tam, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Blue Everybody Hawaii. get out to that affordable housing yep. summit. And we'll get it. Oh, yeah. Wait, this is after voting. Never mind. <laughs> Well, if you ha- if you didn't vote, don't tell us because we'll judge you. Yeah, that's true. All right, we'll see you at the Affordable Housing Conference on November sixteenth, State Capitol. Aloha, Blue Hawaii. Shout out! Shout out time! Shout out to the Blue Hawaii podcast for doing their first ever live show. Oh, that's us! November eighth, seven thirty p.m. in Mark's garage. Are you going to be there? I I will be. I will also be there. 
I, I plan on being there. I, I would say if I was on Facebook, my status would say interested. Yeah. It'd be interested. Star. Absolutely. If you were on interested, just put going. Yeah. Just lie, put going. Lie to us. Like, yeah. Please lie to me. Just, I don't, I'm not above no. being lied to to make myself feel better. No. Shout out to the UH Wahine soccer team and Rice's Strom Okimoto. Strom Okimoto was named Big West Conference Offensive Player of the Year and was also picked for her third straight All Big West first team. Atta girl. She netted 12 goals for the Rainbow Warriors this year and also joined on the Big West honors list. Uh, her teammates, sophomore midfielder Lealoha Medeiros, redshirt junior goalkeeper Alexis Mata, and freshman defender Elena Palacios. Nice. Keep it up, girls. Get them, ladies. Uh, and last shout out to Hassan Minaj's new show, Patriot Act, on Netflix. Uh, if you're looking for something to watch that's about as interesting and thoughtful as we are, I think this makes the cut. Um, <laughs> the first episode was about Asian Americans being played in an affirmative action lawsuit. The second episode was about our relationship with Saudi Arabia. Super interesting. Go check it out. Comes out every Sunday, I believe. Uh, Ryan, do you have any more shout outs? Yeah, one one final shout out. Uh, I want to shout out the Blue Hawaii podcast for again? their first ever live show. That's right. November 8th, 7.30 p.m. Where is it again? It's in Mark's Garage. What are we going to be doing? Uh, it's going to be a night, from what I've heard, of games, fun, audience participation, yes. lots of giveaways, lots of free stuff. So it's going to be a really good time from what I'm hearing. How much does it cost again? So it's it's free to get in. It's and then $3? if you feel like it's did you, worth I'm sorry. donating. I'm sorry. Did you say free or free? No, no, no. It's, it's a free 99. F-R-E-E free. Yeah. And if you want to donate to help us cover rent costs on the space, that's great. But no pressure. Well, is that it for us? That's it for me. You should get in touch with us, though. Yeah, get in touch with us at Blue Hawaii Pod on Twitter, Blue Hawaii Pod at gmail.com, uh, Facebook, the Blue Hawaii Podcast Instagram, yes. on Instagram. Text yeah. me, call me if you want to reach me. If you want to page us, don't because we don't have yeah. pagers. Until next time, smoke signals, yeah. send them out. We'll see them. Aloha. Aloha. Blue Hawaii.